Welcome to this podcast from The Well, a United Methodist Church in Rosemount, Minnesota. Thank you for taking the time to listen. For more information, please check us out at thewellmn.church. Grace and peace be with you. Well, welcome everyone. Good morning. Good morning. morning. I'm Sherry Morrison, the lead pastor at The Well, and it is Sunday. The best day of the week. Every Sunday is the best day of the week, but this one is going to be truly, truly special. We are so thrilled that you are here. If you're visiting us for the first time, we want you to know that we are so excited that you are here. We have a gift for you at our welcome desk, and we would love to share more with you on what's going on here at the well. This next week, we have so many opportunities for you to come and to bring friends and to be a part of community with us here at the well. At the welcome desk, we have a card that lists all of the different things that we have. On Saturday, we will have our three Christmas Eve services at one. Our four o'clock service is a very family-friendly, interactive service that Katie will be preaching at, and then our 9 o'clock service is our time for carols and candles, and it'll just be a lovely time. How wonderful it is that next Sunday we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Typically that doesn't happen on a Sunday morning, and we will be gathering here for one service. We will be looking at the wise men and the stars, and we will have a children, very interactive, family-friendly service. So we encourage you to come and be a part of what God is doing here at the well and for us to be able to celebrate the birth of Christ together. Today we light the fourth candle in our Advent wreath. Before we do that, we remember God's blessings, symbolized by candles of hope, love, and joy. John the Baptist called on the people of his day to prepare the path for the coming of the Messiah. He called them to repent, turn around, change their ways, to live in peace with others. We need to repent and change directions. We light this candle to remind us that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He shows us how to share God's peace with others. The prayer of St. Francis asks God to help us be peacemakers. Let us say it together. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is My name is Freddie Kinney. I'm so blessed to be up here this morning giving today's scripture scripture reading that comes from Isaiah 9, verse 2, and um, verse 6 through 7. Uh, The people walking in darkness have seen great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For a child is born, to us a son is given, and and the government will be on his shoulders. 
and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the mighty Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And also from John 16, verse 31 through 33. Do you now believe, Jesus replied, a time is coming, in fact, has come, when you will be scattered, each to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Thank you. Wait a second. I'm going to put you on the spot. I want you to tell people what you're doing so we know how to pray for you. How to pray for me? Yeah. Oh, well, um, I go to Mississippi State University. I want to be a special education teacher, and I want to work in youth ministries. And, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we don't have a lot of time, but I'm going to pray for you. So, Lord, I thank you for the Kinney family. I thank you for this amazing young man who loves you and who is loved by us. Lord, bless him. Bless him. May his light shine in Mississippi State. May you direct his path. May you be so present and powerful in his life that he would know the power of your grace and your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Didn't I tell you what a wonderful day this is at the well? Uh, it is truly the best day of the week. We have had the last few weeks to enter into a time of Advent, a time for us to stop in the midst of the busyness of our lives and to reflect on God's presence with us. God is with us. The God of hope, the God of love, the God of joy. If you were a Vikings fan, oh my goodness. <laughs> You were truly blessed and experienced it yesterday. And the God of peace who is with us in all circumstances in our lives. Many of you have heard the story of Horatio Spafford. It is a story of peace and grace. He was a successful lawyer and a estate investor in Chicago in the 1800s. He was a very successful person, but began to experience incredible sadness and trauma in his life. He experienced the death of his four-year-old son, and then shortly after that, the Chicago fire of 1817 destroyed his wealth, destroyed all of his investments. He was asked by D.L. Moody to go on an evangelistic campaign with him to England. So in advance of the campaign and of serving D.L. Moody, he sent his family ahead to prepare for this uh, event. He sent his four daughters and his wife ahead of him, but he was not able to go because of some business concerns he had. So as his four daughters and his wife traveled across the Atlantic Ocean, they collided with another sea vessel on the way, and his four daughters were killed. More than 200 people lost their lives, including his four daughters, in this tragedy. 
Horatio received a telegram from his wife that said, Saved alone. What shall I do? He immediately set sail for England to comfort his grieving wife. And as he was passing and on the Atlantic, the captain of the ship who knew the story and of knew of the tragedy of him losing his four daughters went to him and said, we are about to sail over the area where your daughters died. How powerful that moment must have been for him. Don and I, as we are often with people in those last moments of life, call that time and that space holy ground. It is the place of incredible tragedy and pain and loss and sorrow. But it's also holy ground because it is a place of hope and of love and of joy and of peace. Knowing that those that we love are in the presence of their Lord and Savior. So as Horatio reflected on that time and the loss of his daughters, he wrote the hymn that many of us know so well. The words, when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrow like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. The passage that Freddie read today are some of the most powerful words of Jesus. As Jesus was about to leave the upper room, knowing the future that would lay ahead of him, as he was about to go to the cross, he says to the disciples such powerful words. He says to them, you believe finally at last. But he says to them, a time is coming. I want to prepare you. A time is coming when you will scatter and you will leave me alone. When I need you the most, you will be afraid. You will leave me alone, each of you to your own home. Yet I am not alone because my Father is with me. I truly believe I am a follower of Christ because of those two verses in Scripture. I find it incredibly hopeful to know that we have a Lord and Savior in his humanity that understood pain, who understood not only physical pain and suffering, but understood at times our emotional pain. And if you ever have anyone who hurt you in your life, we have a Lord and Savior who is saying to them, when I need you the most, you will scatter. Judas, you've denied me. Peter, you will deny me. James and John, you're vying for power on who will be on my right and my left. Thomas, you're going to doubt me. But even in the midst of this human disappointment and pain, Jesus is saying, I am not alone. And Jesus is saying to us, in the midst of the circumstances in our life, God is with us. Can you put that verse up again? There are two powerful things that I noticed in that verse. As Go to the next slide, Brie. In this world, in the circumstances in our world, we will experience frustration and pain. 
But Jesus says, in me, in me, in relationship with me, there is peace. Peace doesn't come because of the circumstances in our life. Peace does not come because of the perfect presence on Christmas Day. Peace does not come in the reality of our bank accounts or our health. Peace comes from our Lord. The fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. It comes from God in us and working through us. One of the most powerful verses that many of us know on peace is found in Philippians 4. Paul is writing these words to us, not in a study time beside the water, not in a time of joy, but as he was in prison, chained to a Roman guard. This letter of Philippians was the last prison letter that Paul wrote. And in this, in the midst of such trying circumstances, Paul is saying to us, rejoice in the Lord always. Let me tell you again, let me emphasize this. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Emmanuel. Not in the circumstances, but as I am here in prison, I can rejoice because God is with me and God is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving and praise, present your request to God. Let's go to the next one, Bree. And the peace of God, Paul's words to us, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In 2022, I said last night, it's been better than 2021 for most of us. 2021, we just wanted to kiss that year goodbye and be done with the pandemic and financial concerns and isolation and all these things. So for most of us, 2022 seemed a little bit more hopeful. But the circumstances in our life need to reflect God's peace that is with us and God's hope that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The blessing for us is in the power of God's word. Peace, Jesus says, I leave with you. My peace. Not peace from the world. Not based on the circumstances in our life, but peace that comes in me and through me. Jesus says to each and every one of us today, regardless of the circumstances in our life, Regardless of the journeys we are walking, regardless of the pain in our life, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Jesus says to us, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid because God is with us. The God of hope, the God of love, 
the God of joy and the God of peace. Let's pray. So Lord, on this day, we come before you. Lord, I pray for your peace, not in the circumstances in our life, but through your presence and your power, through your Holy Spirit that it is work in us and through us. Lord, be with us. May you help each and every one of us to know the power of your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh my goodness, what a great day at the well. I just want to thank Steve and Natalie for their ministry to us. I want to thank the bells. It was powerful. I want to thank the choir and the strings and Martha and Merlin and Emily who has put this all together. We are so blessed by so many who just use their gifts here at the well. And if I forgot anyone, I'm so sorry. But God bless you. God bless you. Our incredible team of Brian and Gabriel and Bree, what a wonderful day it has been here at the well. For unto us a child is born, wonderful counselor, everlasting God, the Prince of Peace. May the God of hope fill your life this week and every day of your life. May the God of hope fill your life with love and joy and peace that overflows that you might be instruments of peace to a world in darkness that needs to experience the light. God bless you. Have a great week. We will see you next Saturday and Sunday. Go in peace.